Join us today for an action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, where we're talking about players looking to rebound from injuries in 2024. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Joined, as always, by my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you guys are listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews we would truly truly appreciate it if you could do that for us and if you're watching on youtube and you haven't already hit that little bell below it subscribes to the channel and also gives you guys a notification every time we drop a new episode and lastly but most importantly uh well first of all i hope you guys happy new year i hope you guys you know won all of your fantasy football leagues and if you're slowly tuning back in you know to fantasy baseball guess what join us on subtext matt and i already have our rankings out on the subtext platforms uh every time we drop a new article or we drop our uh, up, uh, rankings update by uh, bounce backs, boss sleepers, breakouts, notification right to your cell phone through a text message. Uh, and you guys don't want to miss it. This is the time of year where you got to be locked on and get your little edge and join us on subtext and you will certainly get that. But with that being said, real quick, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. And all right, Matt, we're talking about guys that, you know, some of them missed the whole year. Some of them were injury riddled. Some of them had, you know, one or two big injuries that kept them out for a big portion of the year. And what are we doing with these guys? How do we feel about them? And Matt, who are we talking about first today? All right, all right. So, happy new year, everybody. Uh, I figured I'd throw that out there as well. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Mike Trout. Mike Trout, probably one of the most disappointing players, you know, last year, just based off of what you paid for him and just the injury he suffered, where he was only able to get 300 at bats. You know, anybody who paid for his that first round price last year pretty much hurt and probably put a real damper on their season and possibly lost in the championship last year because he just wasn't available for the whole second half of the season. But in that short time that he was playing, he actually was pretty dominant. 308 at-bats, <laughs> 54 runs, 14 doubles, a triple, 18 bombs, 44 ribs, two stolen bases, and a batting average of 263. I mean, those are elite numbers. You know, I mean, you really look at it and it's like, man, if, you know, he just would have, got hurt the whole first half and played the second half, you probably would have been in a lot better shape with those numbers going for the second half of the season. So it's just really just a matter of when he gets hurt, not a matter of if, you know, and there's still that possibility. He still pulls it out together and plays a full season. Like Mike Trout is still an incredible baseball player and probably one of the best bats in baseball when healthy. So I look at Mike Trout like this, you know, I haven't ranked at number 12 right now for, for outfield. And, you know, that's like, for me, that's probably the middle or end of the second round, which is we haven't been able to do that since his sophomore year. 
playing baseball, which was like a decade ago. So Mike Trout is definitely still worth that that pick, especially your, you know, your outfield two. Uh, in some cases, your outfield one with, you know, my ranking of 12, where I feel comfortable walking away with him because the upside is still limitless. And I'm still going to bank on the fact that he's just Mike Trout and just pray he doesn't go out for longer than a month. And I get at least like, I don't know, 450 at bats. And I could totally see a uh, way where he still, you know, repays the draft price essentially. But we'll see as ADP, you know, pursues and as spring training comes on, we'll see what happens. And there's an, another world of, of possibilities if Mike Trout gets moved, you know, what could then affect his rankings as well, which I think there might be a possibility of that. Yeah, man, you kind of touched on, you know, you're talking about, you know, ADP, where ADP is at now. And I actually have that pulled up. This is, you know, as you said, we have not been able to get Mike Trout this late in uh, since 10, 10 years plus since, you know, uh, going into Trout's, you know, um, second year. So 17th outfielder right now for Mike Trout coming off the board at pick 70. You're talking about fifth, sixth round there with Mike Trout. The upside is still legitimate. If you look at the, you know, the underlying stuff, he still hits the ball super hard. Uh, all the stuff you want to see, you see it there with Trout. You know, even sprint speed, he's still fast as ever. So, you know, I know he doesn't really steal bases anymore, but, you know, if at any point he ever decided, hey, you know, he wants to, he could, you know, uh, top percentile sprint speed for Mike Trout. I think the batting average gets back up to where it needs to be closer to 300. Uh, obviously 40 bomb potential there with Mike Trout. The runs and the RBIs might not be as elite, uh, especially with Otani leaving. That lineup looks a little bit lackluster. But you know what? I like Mike Trout as an outfielder too. If you can get him in, you know, round six, even maybe round seven, it looks like, you know, in some leagues, uh, I'll take him there. I'll take him there and I'll, I'll be happy with it. Just obviously you're going to want to supplement your speed somewhere else and just be planning to be very active on the waiver wire, making sure you're, you know, having injury replacements ready for when a guy like Mike Trout goes down. But with that being said, let's move on to our next player here. I feel like we've talked about him a couple of times already, but you know what? Uh, I don't I don't think the word is uh, officially out there on how good this guy, you know, is. Uh, O'Neal Cruz. O'Neal Cruz. Uh, what was it again, Matt? I know you know the injury. You've uh, talked about it so much. What was it again, Matt? Um, his ankle, right? Yeah, he fractured his ankle sliding home. Yeah, he fractured his ankle there. So right now, O'Neal Cruz is going as the 12th shortstop off the board, pick 82. And Ali De La Cruz is going off the board at the fourth shortstop, pick 20, uh, 22 pretty much. It, it, guys, they're pretty much the same player. I know the Reds are going to be, uh, you know, better, and that's a better lineup, uh, a better park to hit in. But I don't think it's, uh, you know, a disparity of the disparity should be that much between the two of them. I think very similar players. They both hit the ball really hard. They're both big, giant athletes. So, with o I have O'Neill Cruz currently as my. 10th shortstop, so, you know, I, I think there is room to profit off of him there uh, with the, you know, the injury is a fluke injury. I think he's going to be very, very healthy this year. It's going to be a breakout season for him uh, if my computer ever wants to work with me. Uh, Matt, do you have his stats pulled up by any chance on your cruise from, you know, uh, not uh, the year prior? Oh, I have it. I have it. Finally, finally wanted to work with me. Uh, so he did get a taste of the majors in 2022, 87 games, 331 at-bats, 45 runs. He had 
13 doubles, four triples, 17 homers, 54 RBIs, 10 steals, and he hit 233. But it was that last month that um, September was dominant for O'Neill Cruz? Hit a bunch of home runs, stole some bases, uh, you know, hit like 300. It looked very, very good. And then his minor league track record is just dominant as well. Uh, hit, hit for batting average almost everywhere, showed power, showed speed. And once again, in case anybody forgot, O'Neill Cruz is 6'7, 215. Uh, I think this is going to be the year where we really see what O'Neill Cruz is made of. And once again, the kid is only 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of him. He's probably one of my favorite picks for this year, especially at the value price. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun owning him. You know, let's just hope the man learns how to, you know, slide and we won't have problems because if you're with us last offseason, I said draft him everywhere. I came came in hot and heavy. I had him in every draft under the sun. Uh, you know, he could have been a difference maker for my teams, but unfortunately he just, you know, decided, you know, let me just not know how to slide in baseball, which is like saying, I don't know how to hit the ball in baseball. So that, that reminds me of the year that like Trey Turner broke his finger bunting. And I was just like, he missed like the whole year. And I was just like, oh, killed yeah. me, killed me. There's just certain things, but I mean, Hey, accidents happen, I guess, you know, but anyway, you know, O'Neill Cruz 2024 outlook is going to be absolutely incredible. I don't need to go through everything Dom did. So, you know, with, without further ado, before we talk about everybody else that we have listed here, we have a great sponsor for you. The NFL's regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place any $5 bet. That's $150, win or lose. The app is super easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in new Explore tab, make a parlay in Parlay Hub. The best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a touchdown. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked on has lost its first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering top stories of the day with local experts on Locked On Plus. Our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Plus, every day there's a new listeners. We have an incredible opportunity for you to help support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing the Diamond Club on Subtext. Become a member and you not only contribute to the show's success, but gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on our redraft rankings, our dynasty rankings, buff lists, sleeper lists, and so much more. We're going to be dropping our, you know, our updated rankings from the last go around in the last year. Uh, this year, uh, we're going to be dropping it on Friday. I'm adding tiers to my rankings, which will also help you break down, you know, where the tier ends, when you should start looking, and you know, maybe I should draft this guy because I'm about to get the end of the tier, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, you want to get in on the action. You know, it's it's a small, mini, minuscule fee, and plus you'll be able to ask, ask us a whole bunch of questions. So check us out on subtext. The link is in the below of all their show descriptions. But all right. I'm sure you're all tired of hearing my voice, but I got to get the hater aid out um, for this one, and that's Jazz Chisholm. Sorry. I love Jazz. 
but if only he was playing second base. Uh, he only played, managed to log in about 12 games. So, you know, he only was able to play 97 games in total last year, but I think he's going to be exclusively in the outfield. He's not going to have the eligibility going into 2024. And I, and if he does gain it, it's going to be towards the back end of the season. So Jazz Chisholm for me just has no value at that point, even though I haven't ranked as my 28th outfielder. You know, I'd much rather move on to somebody else that, you know, has possibities of doing so. Now, hold on, let me take a gulp here. Haterade, there it is. Yeah. Um, on top of that, though, too, he's had he was dealing with turf toe last year, was in a walking boot, opted instead of getting the surgery, which just would have had him out for another four weeks, decided to wait the four weeks, come back, play on it, ended up still getting hurt, not making it out to the end of the season, and then now had to get surgery anyway, not able to run for 12 weeks, and then is just going to show up next year. The dude is might as well be Jazz Chisholm Glass. Um, it's just my guy is just so fragile that it's just it's just not worth the draft pick, in my opinion. But to be honest, I haven't ranked there out of just you know what the possibilities are, what he could possibly do if he does stay healthy. But honestly, he's gonna be my bust this year. So Jazz Chisholm for me is just not worth it. Yeah, Matt, I'm I'm in a, a similar place as you. You said you got him at 28 and that, that's so interesting because right now you're going to be shocked at the ADP. The ADP is the 16th outfielder off the board for Jazz, uh, pick 68. Uh, it's a rich for my blood even. I have him at outfielder number 20, and I, I'm not really – unless my team's been super, super safe up until that point, I'm not taking Jazz. The pace last year was was honestly crazy with 19 homers and 22 steals through 97 games. And the batting average didn't even kill you at that 250. You know, you that's that's decent. If Jazz could hit 250, I'm 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 okay with that. Also, 22 stolen bases. Yeah, yeah. So I say 19 homers, 22 steals in 97 games. You're, you're that's an amazing pace. That's like a 30, you know, almost 50 pace there from Jazz. And honestly, I think there will be because don't let's not forget Jazz is only going to be 26 this year. I guarantee there's going to be a season where Jazz goes 30-30, hits 250, it has like 100 runs and 80 RBIs. Will it be this year? Who knows? Am I paying the price for six of 16th outfielder for Jazz? Uh, definitely not. If he slips a little bit and I can get him late as late, late outfielder number two maybe, uh, you know, like an early, you know, high-end outfielder number three, I probably would buy in at that kind of value. It remains to be seen if that's going to happen. Early ADP is indicating that that's not going to happen. So I think Matt, as much as I, I know Matt, Matt deep down loves jazz as much as he wants to sip the hater right over there. I know Matt still has a little sweet spot for jazz, you know, as do I, but you know, the injuries have piled up over the years. And then he even had an oblique last year too. It wasn't even just the toe. There was an oblique issue last year. Uh, for Jazz, and then just his whole career, he's been kind of banged up. Um, so Matt, chime in, brother. So we'll play a little game, name game, right? So yeah, sure, let's, right. I'm going to rattle off guys I have round 16, yeah. and just let me know who you want to pick over him if yeah. you're going to pick him or over Michael Harris. Uh, I I have Harris, so I have Harris over Jazz. All right, Nolan Jones. I have him over Jazz. Lane Thomas. Hmm. I have Chaz over Lane Thomas. Okay. Let's see here. Saya Suzuki. I have Jazz over Saya. Evan Carter. 
Oof, I have Evan Carter over Jazz. That's my guy. That's my Evan Carter is my guy. All right, and here's the toughest one for me, Christian Yelich. I have Jazz over him, but I'll tell you this. Honestly, I think Yelich has gotten underrated at this point in his career. You know, when he really, you know, first went to Milwaukee and started showing us. I know we're not really talking about Yelich. I just, somebody we haven't talked about a lot. I just do want to say a quick two cents about Yelich. You know, the hate's gone a little bit too far. A guy was, you know, MVP and then, you know, had back issues and stuff and really didn't ever, you know, get back to where he was. But still somebody that is sneaky good this year. So don't be afraid to take Yelich. But if push came to su- the shove, I think I won Jazz's upside. Uh, let's keep things pushing, though. Let's move on to our next guy. And I didn't want to put this guy up too high in today's, um, you know, talk because, you know, Matt and I love him and we talk about him all the time. Uh, it's Vinny Pasquantino. Um, we are officially calling him the Pasquatch uh, these days. If you, uh, Matt, I don't think Matt is. I, I don't think Matt is. But um, the, the if you are just tuning back in or you haven't heard, uh, Vinny Pasquantino's mom doesn't like the nickname The Italian Breakfast, which we at uh, here at Locked On Fantasy Baseball have been calling him. We love that nickname. It's one of the best nicknames in all baseball. It's officially being retired. We're now going with the Pasquatch. I'll call him Pasquatch. I don't know if Matt will when uh, Matt wants to chime back in. <laughs> He's shaking his head. If you're not watching on YouTube, Matt is shaking his head no. So I think we're indication Matt will not will not call him the Pasquatch. But uh, Vinny P, um, unfortunately, last year he tore his labrum, uh, got surgery on it. Uh, I saw reports that he is out there swinging, getting back, and he should be ready for spring training. Uh, last year was limited to 61 games due to that injury, 231 at-bats, 24 runs, 17 doubles, 9 homers, 26 RBIs, 25 walks to 31 strikeouts, and a 247 bat- batting average. Uh, mixed bag for Vinny P last year. On some notes, he looked better. On other notes, he looked worse. Uh, the plate discipline, points leads, guys. Vinny P is somebody that we're getting great value on right now. You're going to want to capitalize on that. I have Pasquantino as my 12th first baseman, early ADP. I know has him a lot lower than that. I think it's going to move up as we see Vinny P in spring training, swinging the bat, hitting homers. Uh, Right now, 17th first baseman, pick 173, guys. If you're getting Vinny P as uh, your second utility or a bench player, you're going to walk away super happy because this kid uh, was on the verge of, you know, breaking out. Uh, still only going to be 26, has light tower power. Vinny P has 35-plus home run upside with good run RBI and batting average, you know, opportunity. This is a guy who, who can hit 300. I'm not even exaggerating. 300 is in the table for Vinny P. So if we're getting him that late, honestly, is a must draft. I will probably have him on all of my teams this year, uh, except maybe leagues that I'm in with Matt. Yeah, because uh, he's my eighth first baseman, I might add. Uh, yeah, it's hot and heavy, man. I, I can't, you know, I can't give up on him, nor can I give up on the um, aforementioned nickname that I am not allowed to say because I respect Italian moms too much. They scare me. I me just too. Foresee, I just foresee a wooden spoon being thrown in my head, but just like my mother yeah, you get did. Flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You know, every time. What? <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, Pasquantino is just an electric talent. And, you know, I, I really, really think we're going to see something special from him before we move on. And, you know, we give you the rest of these names. We're going to try and speed through them. You know, we got one last sponsor for you. 
All right, and we're back here. So we got Mr. Logan O'Hoppy, you know, hopping away like little, like little, uh, little uh, Mr. Tellfeather. You know, I terrible, terrible nickname. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah. I thought you, were, I thought you were going to do like an Easter Rabbit type of thing with kind Easter of around the corner, kind of. But I, I'm kind of thinking he's a little bit more friskier than that, like more okay. like a like a Roger Rabbit type deal. Okay, okay. I could see him, you know, putting his arm around Lola. <laughs> yeah. You know? But anyway, let's go here. So, you know, anybody who doesn't know who Logan O'Hoppy is, uh, you know, you really should be aware of what this kid is capable of. Got traded over from the Phillies back in 2022. And honestly, what he was doing in the minors that year is just pretty stellar, especially out of the catcher's position. 360 at bats in that minor league season, 72 runs. 14 doubles, a triple, 26 bombs, 78 ribs. Here's the best part about him. 70 walks and 74 strikeouts, batting 283 with an OPS of 961. Now, in 2023, when he was doing his rehab assignments too, because he had a torn labrum and, um, you know, had to get surgery on it, was able to make the return in those, what, eight games and 24 at-bats. Dude was tearing it up, like seven runs, three doubles, you know, four ribs, batting 375. Unfortunately, we came up to the bigs. You know, he didn't get it right away, but you could see it in him. Like, he passed my eye test. I was very excited to see him come back. Logan O'Hoppy this year can have a monster season. You know, the only thing that I could see that could damper his true breakout is because of the loss of Otani, in my opinion, probably the loss of Trout, whether it's, you know, for, you know, a month or two, or, you know, maybe he gets moved on. Uh, moves on and they trade him like there there's other things and factors that are on that team as to why his stats may not be super elite but I still think he'll be on the top end of the catchers just based off of the fact that his true talent that could thrust him through currently right now I have Ohapi as my 10th catcher I believe my ninth catcher and it's it might be a little frisky but honestly like I see a lot of upside for this kid and you know, I start looking at like who's around that and whatnot. And, you know, I see a better path just on pure talent than him or like, I don't know, Tyler Stevenson, Francisco Alvarez, you know, guys like that where I, you know, are kind of questionable and didn't really do what I really thought they were going to do. Whereas Little Hoppy, I believe, can do it and will do it. So that's just really where I'm at, especially with late catcher draft mindset like me. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm in on Logan O'Hoppy, too, and he's somebody that we've talked about on this podcast a bunch. And uh, the another guy, very, very big power upside, right? Logan O'Hoppy hits the ball, you know, up there hard, hard, with like some of the biggest hard hitters in the league. Uh, hit 14 home runs in 51 games last year. Honestly, 30 home run upside is not out of the question for a guy like O'Hoppy. And the runs and RBIs on that Angels team are, remains to be seen where he's going to hit. Not a lot of speed there from O'Hoppy. Stealing bases isn't really something that's in his arsenal. Uh, batting average, uh, kind of a mixed bag. Uh, we've seen him hit for decent batting average in the minors. Matt talked about that one season where he really took a step in the right direction with the plate discipline. Uh, plate discipline was really bad last year, actually. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he – you know, 250, 260, you know, next year for Ohapi, uh, in that kind of range. So you're talking about 30 home runs with a, a 250 guy, maybe gets to 75, 80 RBIs, or like 60 runs. 
Uh, and that's not bad. That's that's definitely helping you out. The profile of a Logan um, Ohapi is a very reminds me of like a Mitch Garver with maybe a little bit of less batting average. But I have Ohapi as my 12th catcher, so you know I'm right there with Matt. And then even ADP is right around there. ADP has Logan Ohapi as the 13th catcher, pick 166. I think that's a fair price. I don't know if Ohapi somebody that I'm targeting. But if he, if I, I, I wait on catcher a lot. So, you know, if I'm in a, a 12 man, 15 man league, uh, where, you know, he falls, you know, and I take my catcher like as one of the last guys, I'm, I'm not going to be mad at, at starting the year with Ohapi. But, um, let's move on here. Matt, you, Matt, did you talk about Ohapi? I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind over here a little bit. I just want, I didn't want to. It's your turn. Okay. All right. So let, let's move on to this next guy. Let's talk about, uh, getting some starting pitchers. Let's talk about Tristan McKenzie. Uh, Tristan McKenzie, somebody that I've absolutely loved over the years. I remember the, the year he got called up honestly was, uh, you know, a league winner for myself and a lot of other people. And, you know, things have been, you know, up and down for, you know, McKenzie since then, because the, the year after, you know, 2021, basically his first full season was, you know, a mixed bag where, you know, the ERA was really bad, but the whip still looked pretty good. You saw the flashes. Put uh, McKenzie put it together in 2022 for 30 starts with a 2.96 ERA, uh, a K per nine at 191 innings, and a 0.95 whip. And then, you know, last year, McKenzie looked, you know, pretty bad before he went down. But, you know, he's back, you know, another guy that looks like they're going to be ready for spring training. I currently have Tristan McKenzie, I think, think in a pretty good spot where I have him as my 34th starting pitcher kind of looking at him as like an sp3 I think it is a little bit risky I do want to see where early ADP has him though I believe it's going to be lower than that because then you're talking about if you can get him as like your sp4 which is where I think he's going in that range that's where I feel a little bit more comfortable but honestly, the upside on McKenzie is we, we saw it. We've seen it before. It's somebody he's shown what it is, and it's a, a sub three ERA with a caper nine and elite control. And it's funny because I know everybody's, you know, uh, George Kirby is the darling of this offseason. Honestly, McKenzie could be right there with a guy like Kirby when it comes to, you know, control and just being able to suppress walks and hits in general and you know suppress runs uh and a guy that's only going to be 26 years old um i absolutely love mckenzie and i was struggling to pull up the adp actually i did find it so pick 240 pick 240 for mckenzie so you're getting him as what is that like your sp six seven eight at that point uh, all day. I'll have McKenzie on once again. Probably every team I do that, you know, uh, Matt's not in the league with me. Uh, if I can get him at post two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Did you say where you have him ranked? Uh, I believe I did. I have him as my SP thirty four. Yes, yeah, so I'm right right behind you at thirty five. So yeah. you you know, McKenzie's just one of those guys that could be like a real world beater for the league. So I mean, I doubt he's going to be that cheap once everybody starts returning to baseball. You know people just tend to have a bad taste in their mouth because of what it did last year with all the injuries. But when he did come back both those times, he was super elite. So it wasn't like, okay, it was like, Oh my God, he looked terrible. No, he like picked up right where he left off. So, you know, it's just disappointing, but you know, he he has the, the only difference between him and jazz Chisholm, my opinion is he's not changing position. So I'm totally okay with drafting Tristan McKenzie 
because that upside is absolutely unreal. And real but, quick, Matt, before we move on from McKenzie, mm-hmm. I do just want to point out it was um, an arm issue for him last year. So that might be some of the stamp uh, pushback that we're getting from, you know, drafters at the moment with the early ADP being post 200. Uh, once you see this guy healthy out on the mound and looking, you know, good, I, I think we'll, we're going to be all right with McKenzie. Yeah, my man's just a tad bit fragile. So, yeah. He's got to put a little more weight on. Exactly, like a, like at least 20 pounds. But anyway, let me sneak this last guy in. Um, Shane Boz, uh, you know, actually when we had Frank Stanfield on the show, this was one of his dudes, you know, one of ours as well. We love Boz. Boz has the upside to just, you know, be a world beater. You know, got TJ back in 2022. Was starting his work his way back, um, like you know, this past September. But unfortunately, just couldn't make it out on the, on the mound there. But I think he's going to come back and be strong. You know, in 2021 in the minors, Dude pitched about like 78 innings. He had 113 strikeouts. He had a 206 ERA, you know, and a .80 whip. Like stellar, stellar stats. And on top of that, it doesn't even describe the dude's, you know, control, arsenal, and all that wonderful stuff. The dude just has great stuff. I'm really excited for Bosden, what he possibly can do. And off the two, you'll probably notice, so I got a little fetish for, you know, Tampa Bay pitchers and what they do with their pitching. So, you know, Shane Boz just has all the upside in the world. He's pretty much going to be free 99 because everybody is forgetting about this dude. And you know what? He's going to be incredible overall. So he's a must draft for me for next year. For this yeah, year right now, now uh, Shane Boz, um, pitcher 77, pick 190. Uh, a great value on him. I have Boz as my SP40 at the moment. Uh, I really love the upside. Matt was talking about that arsenal that he has, you know, which I absolutely love that big fastball averages about 97 on it uh, can get up around a hundred good slider has a curveball that he throws about, you know, 17% of the time. Um, and I, I really love him. I love everything that he brings to the table. He's just a, a great pitcher there. And um, guys, uh, sorry to cut things short here, but, you know, Matt had a little emergency, had to run, so I'm going to head out as well. So, you know, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys are back. You know, with a, a new episode will probably be in there tomorrow. But, guys, until then, see you.